Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here doing another solo episode. I had a little bit of time, want to get some content out. I'm away all week, can't do one live with Zach, which again means I might get through a thought, a sentence, a feeling, something, more than two breaths before I'm interrupted. Went on a trip, want to keep the content moving every week. That's my promise to all you loyal listeners. Always, please share these episodes. Tell a friend, rate, review, or everywhere. Make sure you're downloading the episode. Give us a five-star review. Leave a comment. Even if you hate me, I don't care. I always respond. I'll go back and forth with anybody. We get some great comments, especially on YouTube. I find them funny. You can't hurt my feelings, but let's talk about it. What's the worst that happens? Today we're doing episode 172, Pura Vida, which has its own meaning of its own. I wouldn't be telling everybody what that means because I went on a nice trip. I'm not drinking anything special. I had a little bit of a boozy lunch today with my wife. Uh, Of course, I'm dressed absolutely ridiculous, which I will definitely talk about. But I went away. I want to share my experience with everybody. I got invited to go down to Costa Rica with a bunch of my college friends, and they're probably not my closest friends. Not that I hate or don't like anybody that I went to college with. My college experience, especially in my fraternity, was awesome. We had a tight-knit group. I love all those guys. It just wasn't my ideal group of closest people I was with because I tend to hang out with some of the older crowd. We had guys a couple years older than me, most of them a little bit younger, guys that I had a great time with, people I wish I was closer with. It's just, what's the, it's not Murphy's Law, but there's one of those rules, like you can only have so many relationships at a time. And I have to say, I'm probably the same in their group. They love me. I love them. You just tend to grow apart and things happen, but I'm excited I was invited. And I don't know if I ever would have gone to Costa Rica, but I had the chance to go. We ended up with a group of 12 guys. Honestly, everybody was pretty cool. There was one guy that was a friend of a friend who didn't go to our college, but he was also in our fraternity at a different college, and he ended up being awesome as well. So it ended up being a really, really good time. And of course, you know me, I'm always thinking, I'm always feeling, got stuff to say, gonna get off my head. So then this episode is Pura Vida. What the hell is that? I I heard the word. I didn't quite know what it meant, but I got this hat, a little bit of swag. Not that it was free. I definitely overpaid for it, but has a cute little Mahalo symbol. And that's what it is. Pura Vida is Costa Rica's way of saying, how you doing? It's the Mahalo. It's pure life is the translation. What does that mean? I don't know. It was fun. It was a way of saying hello and goodbye to everybody. So that was what I took back from this trip. If nothing else, but some good experiences. I had an early flight. It sucks waking up super early in the morning, but knowing that I'm going to pass out on the plane, which I don't know when I got good at that. I used to not be able to fly. All of a sudden, now I'm two seconds into these flights. One Bloody Mary later, a little bit of Benadryl, bye bye You wake up three hours later. It's not the best sleep, but it sure as hell helps a lot. Going to the airport, my wife was kind enough to wake up early and drive me. Granted, she had an eyelash appointment later that day, which I think it was a little bit for me, a little bit from her, but that made life a whole heck of a lot easier when you don't have to worry about it. We hit no traffic. It was beautiful. One realization I had at the airport, it's so funny how there's all these weird people inside of the airport, 
They're not homeless. Kind of feels like they're about to ask you for something, but you're in an airport. They're never going to ask you for money, which is always a great trade-off. Being in Manhattan for so long, I'm so used to that look when you're walking by, somebody gives you the eye and you just know they're going to ask you for something. One of the guys on the trip we went with, he was so funny. Kid I didn't get a chance to hang out a lot with in college who he turned to me. He goes, my move is before a homeless person asks you for money, just ask them for money or ask them for a cigarette, ask them for anything. Puts them on the defensive. Great move. Gary, love it, man. Definitely something I'm taking away from my trip. Something else that happened at the airport, it was really funny. I don't have kids, but I know when I do, or even now I can relate to this. I was sitting at the terminal waiting for, so I could get on the flight and I see a dad, a kid and another kid. And they all sit maybe three to four seats apart, kind of in a triangle. You knew they were all together. And one kid turns to the father and goes, dad, why aren't we sitting next to each other? And the dad responds, we're just going to take some space right now. I feel like that sums up my life where you get to an airport, you've been with these people and you love your family. I love my future family, my current family, any family I've had, even friends. But I could also go for a couple of minutes of get the fuck away from me. I loved it. It made me laugh. I don't know if you had to be there, but I'm pretty sure anybody listening to this could definitely relate. Going to Costa Rica is a weird experience because I don't know if it's nice to say it's a third world country. I'm not really sure what the definition of a third world country is. The fact that we couldn't flush toilet paper down the drain, maybe that's the differentiation, even though that's how it is in Greece as well. But I was happy because I don't know if I ever would have gone on a trip like this. I don't know if I ever would have gotten to see this place, but I was very excited and I'm definitely glad I went for me at least. We got off the plane when we got there and one of the guys on the trip had been going there enough and he knew a local restaurant that was pretty close by and we got to go there and it was pretty cool. They sure as hell charge us for everything, including the forks and knives. It felt like thought we'd get a little bit of a break, but it's neither here nor there. I had an amazing, amazing octopus lunch. Big fan of octopus. Not something I get in my daily life. This house, turns out it was Christopher Reeve's house. For those young people, Christopher Reeves was Superman. He was the first through fifth Superman. It was a bunch of movies, and he was the guy, fell off a horse, he was paralyzed. This restaurant was his house at some point. And of course, you can't not make the joke like, oh, well, there's some ramps for him to get around. Apparently, this was before he was Superman. I don't know. They had a whole thing dedicated to him. That was just a little tidbit. I thought that was kind of cool. So I was pretty excited for that. From there, we had a long drive from this restaurant, which was right by the airport, to the the house that we were staying at. And we hit a couple of cool things. Mainly, we stop at this overlook, this bridge. Forget the exact name. Crocodile Alley, Crocodile River. I kind of mentioned to Zach in one of the episodes, crocodiles are a problem in Costa Rica. And we got to this thing. We get out. We're walking across this bridge. How high was the bar? I don't know. Maybe to my waist? Definitely low enough that if you have a bad stumble, you are getting eaten by crocodiles. They were probably 10 feet long, a bunch of them down below, maybe about a 100 foot drop. You'd probably die. So they'd eat you're definitely warm still, but you're gone. I don't know if I've been that close to crocodiles ever. It was pretty intimidating. I mean, my, my heart was racing and you're just thinking, don't fall. And you, you kind of want to lean over and crack your back, but definitely not. That was really cool. We also saw a couple of parrots up there that were very interesting. And I don't know if I've ever seen a parrot. They're super beautiful, super colorful. I thought that was really fun. Going to this house, we finally get there. And this is one of the first trips in a while where I had zero control. For me, not something I'm good at. I like being in control. And the person we had, one of the older guys in our fraternity, he was in charge of everything and he hit it out of the park. Every single thing planned to a T. Amazing, amazing performance. I wished I had a little bit more power, but I just had to sit back, take it all in, let it happen. Actually, it was pretty good. There really weren't any missteps. Not that it was his fault. 
I don't know why my friends have been obsessed with Patron. That's the tequila of choice. It was funny because we barely drank whiskey. Tons of vodka, gin, and tequila. But Patron, Patron. Patron was like 90 freaking dollars a bottle down there, which kind of sucked. Where eventually, I think on like the third day, we figured out like, wait, Don Julio is 30? Yeah, let's start ordering that. Save a little money somewhere. We had this amazing, amazing villa where it was technically a 16-bedroom villa, but it was two kind of compact with a big pool and a hot tub in the middle. We had a kitchen all set up and I ended up sharing a room just with one guy, but we hired a security guard. Apparently you need one down there. Not like it really came in handy, but the fact that you got a guy with a gun, he can keep on anybody that doesn't belong to be there. It made you feel a lot more safe and the guy was super cool. Me being a big UFC fan, Valentina Shevchenko lost her belt that Saturday night and this guy comes up to me. He's like, oh, cool. I named my daughter after her. I'm like, ooh, sorry about that, buddy. It was fun having this nice place there. We hired a personal chef. Apparently, we got ripped off. We paid this guy $4.50, I think, per day, divided by 12 people. He did all the cooking for us, breakfast, lunch, dinner. He did all the cleaning for us. So what's the math on that? $108 for me for three days? Yeah, I would have paid way more than that. This guy made some of the best guacamole I've ever had. Little secret down there, they take a whisk, and that's how he beats it. Also makes guacamole. Incredible. He made this chicken that was really good. Some of the other food I didn't particularly love, but that's just more me. Seared tuna is not my thing. I prefer my tuna raw or with some mayo with some cheese on it. That's what I do more or less, but it was so good. So, so good. Going away with these guys, I didn't know what to expect. It was pretty chill, really. Like we were drinking at the house. We had this beautiful pool. We walked around the town. It was so amazing. And then I didn't know what excursions were going to happen. Some people wanted a zip line, which I've done before in one of those fake parks. I was out. Turns out people didn't love it. That's fine. But a bunch of us did a different excursion where, yeah, it was a zip line, which was fun, but I didn't know what it was called. It's called canyoning. That's what they call it. So much fun. You're harnessed in, you have a rope you have a helmet, and you're basically kind of walking backwards down a waterfall. Such a cool experience. They had a big jump from 30 feet off of a cliff. I've done that before. I didn't necessarily need to do it. So much fun. The tour guides we had were amazing. They were really, really funny. Of course, always, always me, right? Like, I don't know what I said, what I did, but they were always coming after me. And when we were driving through town just to get to where we were going, and I know these guys, they're like horny toads down there. So for me, I'm naturally kind of shooting the shit with them, talking about a bunch different stuff. And my Spanish has not gotten any better since Cancun, but I still know a couple of words. And I guess you have to explain this, but huevos has two meanings, right? Huevos means eggs. And it also means your your huevos. So we're sitting there and there's a girl that walks by that was a whole lot of women, more than I can handle. I'll tell you that much. I just make a face at the guys who's driving the car. And I was like, ay, mira, papi. And the guy looks at me and he makes his face. I'm like, ah, oh, I would take a bite out of that. And I just looked at him, dude. And he drops one of the better lines I heard on the trip. He turns to me, he goes, is that too much grease to cook your huevos? <laughs> it's like 12 o'clock during the day. I am dead, dying, laughing so hard. I don't know if I can translate that into English so much better, but it was so freaking funny. Another thing that happened on this trip that I guess I wasn't really expecting. So the first thing we had to do was download WhatsApp because when you're down there, especially if you don't all have iPhones, you're on the internet package there. So we all have WhatsApp. We're texting over that before the trip. And of course, everybody's bullshitting and saying different stuff. And that made me laugh. And one of the suggestions we had was when you first get down there, something to help with the jet lag, get a massage, get a massage. And immediately, you know, you're like, wait, wait, a massage. You're like, no, 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 legit massage therapist. I'm going to set it up. And we all got to this house and we had massage 
massage therapist waiting there for us. Amazing touch. Now, how much are they charging? I don't know. We'll work a deal out, which immediately I'm I'm terrified. You know, I'm Jewish. I get in the room with the girl, very nice lady named Marlene, not Tonta Marlene, not that Barney. She starts, I look at her, I'm like, time out. How, how much is this? And she gives me the, oh, I don't know. I'll have to find out and I'll let you know after, which immediately I'm terrified. I'm like, and there goes all my money. She starts, she gets in as a physical therapist. There's a couple of things immediately that pop up is one, I could do this better. That's always hard, right? If you're a chef and you go to somebody else's restaurant, that's how I feel. She was pretty good. She was trying, could have given her some pointers, but her Spanish was way better than mine. And my English was way better than her. So it just wasn't working out. The other weird thing that happened, she was using some type of eucalyptus. So we start off face down. She takes the eucalyptus and with her fingers kind of rubs it under my nose. It was like smelling salts immediately in my nostrils. Just, oh, oh my God. Oh, what happened? And I've never had that move before. I don't know how many massages I've had. Less than 10 in my life. Certainly probably less than five where they take the oils and kind of rub it in your nose. That was one of those moves I want to look at and go, um, you might not want to do that anymore. Immediately, I know this is a legit massage because in the PT world, we call it draping. She had a sheet on me and when she was rubbing my left arm, that thing was tucked under my armpit for dear life. Same thing with my leg when she got to leg and then when she moved on, she covered you back up. So you immediately know it's going to be a legit massage and she was great. I was happy with it. It ended up being a dollar a minute. So for 60 minutes, $60, how you doing? That was great. Really made me feel good, ready to take on the world. That's pretty much all I have to say about that. It was really good to get away with these guys. I don't know if I'd go back down to this specific place of Costa Rica, but it was fun. I mean, everybody was really well behaved. So many laughs. Of course, it's one of those trips you go with guys and like, I barely remember what we talked about, but I was crying laughing and all the personalities mixed together. We had zero fights along the whole way. And it was just so much fun being away with guys that I've known for almost 20 years. And it was great, you know? So that was Costa Rica, man. Pura vida. Love it. Moving on. I just went to lunch with my wife where there's a local place in town. It's called the Butcher's Block, which is you can't get reservations. You got to go there during the night, whatever it is. I don't know. We had a random day during the week because of a story I'll get to. And I said, hey, want to go? We went there. I didn't want to walk in and have them turn me away. So I did throw on my Sunday best, aka this sexy shirt. And we went there. It was great. Other than the meal got messed up. And I am not a complainer. I know I'm about to complain. No, I, we just sat there and took it. They took forever. And I mean, how long's forever? An hour, maybe an hour, 20 minutes before they're like, oh, here are your sides. Your food is coming. When it was all said and done, they apologized a million times. They ended up comping one of my drinks, gave me a free drink, took off the sides, and we're still going to go back. The place is incredible. It's like eight minutes from our house. It was, it was absolutely great. Julia goes, the steak sandwich she got, it was filet mignon cut up with burrata on it into a sandwich. And she just, she took one bite and goes, this is the best sandwich I've ever had. This is the best steak sandwich. I love it. So we're, we made reservations. We're going to go back. Here's the problem. And people listen to this. I get feedback. When you go to a restaurant and they mess up your meal so bad, they end up giving you free stuff. You've had a bad experience, but how much are you supposed to tip, right? Because the meal might be more or it might be less. Am I supposed to leave 20% on the original check, the old check? How does that work? Fill me in. Our first check was like a buck 30 maybe for lunch. I know, don't get me started. Second check was like $84. Kid was nice. I left him 20 bucks. So it's like 20% or more than that of the second check, but not quite 20% of the first check where the service was horrible. I don't know the right thing to do. So feedback is welcome. 
What you watching? We started this new Spotify show on Netflix last night. I know that kind of mixes a lot of things in there, but it's a Swedish show about the, you know, my favorite type of show. It's the dramatization of something that actually happened. I forget what it's called. It's like Spotify something. It's on your Netflix if you're looking for it. I loved it. I thought it was really good. That being said, fell asleep because of what I'm about to tell you next. I recommend this show only one episode in. On Booze Your Daddy, we like to do something called P-Shadu of the Week, where we pick basically the asshole of the week. Normally, it's something funny. Doing these episodes, there is only one Highlander. There is only one P-Shadu. And if you're watching this live on YouTube, it's a me, it's a Mario. I am the biggest asshole in the world. I've been stressed. I got things going on. Life happens. Had a wedding I was planning for. Went to Costa Rica, Pura Vida. And I knew that I'm doing my boys baseball trip with my buddies. We're going down to Miami. We're doing spring training. We got a whole trip and I knew it was going to be tough for me. And then Mrs. Jealousy needs to do her baby moon honeymoon. So then from Miami, I'm going directly to the Dominican. Cool. I planned it out. I'm going to suck it up. I'm going to do it. On the Thursday, I have everything booked. I booked the hotels. I booked my flights. I have everything set up. I get a text that morning. Granted, I woke up early. I shave. I pack. I do everything. My buddy sends me a text one week from today. Dr. Rosenpenis himself. I stopped. I reviewed everything. I couldn't breathe. I could have vomited. It was so bad. For me, I booked my flight, my hotels for the week before I'm actually supposed to be there. I don't know what to say other than I was embarrassed. I was sad. I was scared. It was one of those things where I screwed up so bad. And I'm willing to admit it. It's funny because I've told this story to my mom, to my sister, and she's like, oh, Mr. Perfect decided to admit he made a mistake. Yeah, I fucked up. It happens. I rebooked everything. I'm still doing the trip and going to the Dominican one day earlier with Princess. And I'm coming back on a Wednesday night. And then Thursday night, turning around and going down to Miami for the weekend with my friends. I was able to switch around some of the flights. That wasn't so bad. As far as the hotels, all cancellation policies was out the window as far as you're eating it, buddy. You missed it. It sucks. I'll work a little bit harder, make up the money. Life happens. What an asshole. Pisha do of the week? This guy. I don't know if I got anything else more to say. Who's your dad the podcast? Tuesdays, we do it live. Saturdays, we post it later. To everybody who watches the episodes, I really just want to let you know I appreciate everything. Anybody in my life, keep listening. Honestly, it's fun. I wish I could keep in touch with people a little bit better, but at least you get to hear from me every week. You know what's going on and try to take it easy on me when you hear how much of an idiot I was. Yeah.